You're listening to the MHOG Podcast, and we're bringing you a small tribute to Dave Brocky on this episode, so please enjoy. No, it's like Wayne, the rub guy, and Cuddle Bear. That's like a bad cop show. <laughs> Badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess me and the rum guy Look, are the police officers, and Cuddle Bear is like the yeah. He's, he's our he's our uh, our I'm black the, informant. I'm the pimp. Yep. Um, Look, if if fucking Ice T can play a cop, I think body count, play. motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. People don't think about that anymore. But that dude that dude wrote a song called "Fucking Cop Killer." Yep. And fucking Hollywood. And no, don't get me wrong. I don't have anything against Ice T. He appreciates. No, it's tasty. He, what? Tasty? <laughs> like tasty freeze? Is that what he yelled? No, tasty no. Freeze. He said I have nothing against Ice T. I said yes, it's tasty. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And back to the theme anyway, song. I have nothing against Ice T. He, uh, he has appreciation for a blonde woman with huge asses and nice tits. Yeah, she's really hot, too. As do I. Yeah, she won't be in about five, ten years. She's going to look like one of Madame Tussauds' wax Who cares? Figures. I mean, I'm not talking her. I don't care. But, Rome, why do you keep doing that? Because uh, that's, our, that's our 70s uh, theme song. Weirdo. <laughs> but in any case, it, it is weird that, I mean, and actually pretty fucked up and disrespectful that Hollywood's like, yeah, we're going to make you a cop. I mean, I know he actually he, did, he must have did New, New Jack City before. Oh, oh yeah, that when was. made seven in the motherfucker. Right, so I guess car. technically there was precedent. I was old, man. Not even so, well, so is fucking Cop Killer. Cop Killer's got to be twenty years old now. At least. Ah, yeah, yeah. That came out before I was around. That, that's I, I think I think Cop Killer before you were in your thirties. Yeah, yes, wrong. Yeah, I think I. <laughs> I think it was in ninety. Yeah, it'd be ninety four. Yeah. No, it was like ninety. It might even be before that yeah. because I remember I was still in high school. We you know I'm gay. So I think it might have been. It might have been ninety two. It, it might have been. I mean, I, I, I judge everything by uh, 
The last, the last Appearance? great Dog of My Nature <laughs> album was in 93. Okay, so, wait. So, it, I think it was before that, though. All right, yeah, it had to be, because the first, uh, I'll put it this way, the first Lollapalooza to come into Louisiana was in 1990, and, or not, 1991 was the first Lollapalooza, I believe, here. And the, the, the first Lollapalooza ever was the year before, and uh, Body Count was on that. So it had to be... I'm going to guess 92. Yeah. No, well, I don't know. 90, 90, 91, I'm going to say. 92. At the late, at the latest. I'm guessing 92. But anyway, you know, he, he's actually... They're actually uh, going on tour again. Well, he ever Who? Body Count is going on tour. Oh, yeah, they're, uh, the Mayhem Tour this year... Uh, they're actually one of the big bands. It's, it's Body Count. I can't ask it. Some band called Asking Alexandra. I know, I know I'm. Oh, Asking Alexandra is I've very never good actually band. heard them. I've heard the name a lot, but I've never heard them. Awesome, uh, awesome band. The main really headliner good. is, uh. With Body Count. Yeah, it's Avenged Sevenfold is the main headliner. Uh, who <sighs> else is in that list? Uh, Mushroom Head is in that list. Corn. 19. Well, that's cool. Corn. It came out in 92. 92. Okay. It was recorded in 91 and came out in 91. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'm actually thinking about going to uh, Houston to go see that show just because I really want to see Mushroom Head and I want to see uh, Body Count. I, I, this is, I can't even think of a song Mushroom Head does, and I know the band. Like, their first album is, like, one of my favorite I, I, records. I think their, their first song was Yogurt Slinger. Uh, not that kind of Mushroom Head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this Mushroom Head off their album Shiitake. Well, uh, so... Uh, this is gonna be a non-guest show, and I got, I got a few things to talk about. I know Wayne does. Yep. Rom found some shit, apparently. But yeah, but that's his stash. Uh, <laughs> right. You, you just paint this horrible image of me, and it's just, it's awful, man. It's yeah, awful. Yeah. You hear about, it's awful, man. man it's a fucking downer, yeah, man. man. You can't it's keep. Terrible. You, you, Man, it's like it's like you're painting a picture of me, but only in one color, man. It's, it's just like so monochromatic. It's like you're forgetting my clothes in the. Man, I'm like I'm like the emperor, you know, in new clothes. You, you know what? You know what? Painted an ugly picture of you. That like two gallon jug of alcohol from the 1800s that you have sitting above your fucking refrigerator. <laughs> that you gave a name to. Which I've actually no, acquired. That's my growler. No growler. That is a growler. That's what he calls his prince. I just walk around town with it. You do. You go. You go around town with your with your growler and ask people to fill it up for you. Semen, please. Hey man, I need like eighty three cents to fill my growler. How about a? How much for a sip? Can I just? Can I get a sample? You gonna finish that one? Cause I finish it. We'll get it. So, what kind of stories you got, Adam? All right, all right, Mister Mister Cuddle Bear. That's right, uh, cuddle like a pimp. <laughs> anyway, so uh, as I've mentioned on the show before, I, I, I listen to the Adam Pearl show most days, mm-hmm. and uh, so I wanted to bring something up that that uh, I don't know if y'all are aware of uh, that at least theoretically, tangentially uh, affects us uh, now. As I mentioned before to the audience, we don't make a dime off this show. No. Uh, we actually spend money. Yes. Uh, Way too much. For promotion. Wayne spends most of it, but Rum and I are both spent, uh, you know, uh, enough. Yeah. You know? Uh, we all put money in. So. And, um, the you know, we do this because we enjoy it. it. Would it be nice to make a living off of it someday? Yes. 
Is it realistically? We don't know. That's kind of why uh, Wayne puts on shows that hopefully y'all are coming to, such as the Full Metal Prom on May 9th. Woo! May 9th. Uh, Southport Hall. Disciples of Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Disciples of Thrash. Uh, House of Goats. I, you know, help me out. Op- Operation Overlord. Operation Overlord. Formerly known as People on the Side. As well as uh, Reverend Spooky the Strangers Billion Dollar Baby Dolls. Be sure to be there May 9th at Southport Hall. Tickets are 12. 10.15, right, sure. There will be some live painting going on, too. Okay. An artist is going to go out there, and he's going to be doing uh, just him and his girl are going to do some live painting, so that will be pretty cool. And if you're lucky, maybe I'll do some finger painting. That's uh, if Mrs. Rome is lucky. Yeah, I thought she was staying home. For I'm going to do it in pudding. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, pudding, poor Manny. Pudding is a four-street hooker. Poor uh, Manny. We're going to spawn you. We, anyway. call, we call Manny pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. That's messed up. Anyway, so we don't, make, we don't make any money off this show directly. Now, the podcasters who do are few and far between. There's literally probably only a couple couple 15. dozen podcasts out of, like, what, 250,000 yeah. at least out there right now that, that make any money. That's not good money, any money. Uh, the Adam Carolla show is, one, is the one that probably makes the most, uh, and he more or less was the person who invented ways to monetize a podcast. Usually it's through advertising. Uh, some of it's through merchandising, but, but most, most people do advertising that can make a living off of it. But even then, it's not, they're not pulling in millions. This, it's not television or radio. It's its, it's own thing. So there are these people that are referred to as patent trolls. Essentially, they're consortiums of lawyers that go out and I'm not sure all the ways they do it. I know some of the ways are they go and buy patents from people who own them. But essentially, they buy patents for things that, like ideas. Because that's all a patent is. Kind of like Shark Tank. Uh, uh, The TV show Shark Tank where they come up with these inventions and they're hoping that they're, they're, you know... Someone invests money with them so they can... Never heard of the show, but okay. Kind of what you're saying, In any case, um, what a patent is, is essentially you come up with an idea and you go to the government and you register that idea. Now, when I was a kid... You have to have a working model, though. mm, I don't know if that's true anymore. Uh, oh, it used to be used to be uh, needing to have a working model to get an actual... But that was in, like, 1930s when you were a kid. Why do you always go do the old jokes, man? I don't understand that. <laughs> In any case, uh, the Revenge. point of a patent is to protect uh, creator's content so that if you invent something, someone else can't come along and say, oh, no, I invented that. Right. They can't you need to you. give me money. Uh, but unfortunately, it doesn't necessarily do that anymore. So basically, uh, these people sent out letters to uh, – and there's various groups of patent trolls, and but one group in particular sent out letters to some of the more popular podcasts, such as the Adam Carolla Show, Nerdist, uh, What the Fuck with Mark Marin, you know. Yeah, the big guys, yeah. And those letters said, hey, we own a patent on podcasts. Uh, we'd be happy to let you c- to continue doing your work for a modest fee of, depending on the show, maybe 250 grand. They tried to hit up Adam Carolla for $3 million. Wow. And um, he doesn't have $3 million loose to, to just give to someone. And honestly, he wouldn't do it anyway. But And if he did, he'd give it to right. us. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. Of course, he'd give it to people that he he's never met. Because me, because me and AC are you know like we're boys. You know? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. tight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in any he knows case, what that means. Uh, the, what they're saying is they say they own <laughs> podcasts. Actually, what it is is they bought a patent for basically uh, a sequential numbering system that operates in iTunes. Okay. Um, so basically, you know, like ours says episode whatever, and it comes out one, two, three, four. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't really understand the ins and outs of it. I don't understand how you can own a patent on numbering, but it's something to do with the, the technology. Well, it's the program that they bought. Yeah, yeah. put it in sequence. It's, it's code, yeah. isn't it? I guess. So you can, you can, you can, pat, well, you can't patent code, but you can, uh, you, you technically yeah. can't patent, uh, you can patent the idea that the, what the code creates, but the code, uh, that's tough. It's that's a, tough. If it's a it's universal an code, that you Ron can't really patent. A, like an expert on patent law when he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've, he, I've gone through the through patent the process, process and and for a lot of stuff and all that other stuff. So it's you know there's it's, there's fine lines now, and the rules are constantly changing as fast as well, if not faster than the technology transforms. That they're saying applies to all podcasts, and that essentially through it they own podcasting. All right. So they're oh, yeah, exactly. So they sued him for three million dollars, and right now he's got a GoFundMe campaign. Which GoFundMe is one of the many like Kickstarter, yeah, 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 Indiegogo, one of the many crowd source. What is it? Is that what it's called? Crowdfunding. Crowdfunders. Crowdfunding websites, and um, so he's trying to raise one and a half million dollars, which is what it costs to uh to to fight the legal fees, basically. Um. Uh, now he's a little incorrect. Like his statement is that if 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 he beats them, they'll just go away, which isn't necessarily. It's possibly true because there will be established precedent that you can't uh, you can't sue people for this because you don't own it. But because it's a civil suit, uh, he's not entirely correct. Theoretically, they could sue say everyone. Well, Kevin Smith, for instance, yeah, yeah. probably does. Well, they could. What now? Now with this this concept that they're trying to 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 do with this lawsuit and stuff, is it more um, the, the posting on iTunes of podcasts? Because that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like to me too. To truth, tell you the truth, I don't understand the ins and outs of it, but I know this isn't just him. That he's the first one they sued, but many okay. of the other larger podcasts have gotten letters indicating that, like, if look, if he. If he showed him the, his business and said, "Look, the most you could possibly get out of me is like 250 grand," they accepted that. They'd be like, "Fine," and then they'd just go down the line and, and start knocking them out. Yeah. Right. Um, now, again, well, they could they could take a dollar from me. That's about all they're gonna get. Right. Now, you, I was gonna say you can't you can't uh, squeeze a dollar from a stone, man. You can't take nothing right. from nothing. And look, you know there's, there's there's 200,000 podcasts ahead of us before they'd ever get to us anyway. Even if we started making money, but no, that's not true. We're like, we're like in the middle. Okay, there's a hundred and seventy-five thousand. There you go. There you go. That, that they, but I like to be like feel like we're doing something positive. God. But here's the thing. No, a couple things. Number one, I'm I'm always I've always been a small government guy. Well, not always, but for the last ten years of my life, I've been a small government guy. And part of it's for shit like this. Uh, the whole point of having a small government is the central government provides infrastructure that allows you to live your life. Period. You're allowed to be free. You're allowed to do what you're going to do with your life. And at some point, some assholes uh, decided, hey, we can make a living by becoming professional politicians. 
And they spent all days uh, taking that infrastructure and turning it into walls and, and cages for people. And then more and more people essentially take advantage of the system, a lot of them lawyers, but not all of them, and find ways of bilking people. And this is another case of it. There's like The whole point of patents is to protect people who create things. It's not to protect some dipshit who went to law school and found a way to rip people off for essentially like just being creative. But that's, that's the system that we have. It's fucked up. And uh, my whole thing is, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, even if it's just a couple bucks... You know, consider donating. Um, I'm going to look into, you know, throwing a few bucks because I listen to podcasts all day long. Right. Part of my job. And, you know, we don't ask for donations. Most podcasts don't. Some of them do have a donate button. But, you know, you're getting, you know, from us at least two hours a week of free, you know, free content. Free, <laughs> free hopefully, entertainment. Yeah, you know, many of you seem to like what we do. Um and you know what that is probably the same from several other podcasts. Yeah, I agree. So you know, uh, look into it. It's uh, you know, you can go to adamcarolla.com and there'll be a link to the GoFundMe website. But look into it, and if you're if you're inclined, to, like I said, even if you only give like two or three bucks, it's something. You know, yeah, and that, I'm, I'm I, sorry, go on. Uh, no, I was just no. Go ahead, go ahead. Even if you donate two or three bucks. Well, no, you know, it, it is a thing where you look at it, you're like, well, that dude's rich, you know, I'm not, but he worked for what he, for what he had. And we, we work for what we don't have, <laughs> you know, but we work and we try to, we try to get to a point where someday we can make a living off this. And it'd be nice if there is podcasting around for that, because the truth is if, if, if something like this succeeds and these people are, you know, basically have to pay off these patent trolls. Um, All of your favorite shows or shows that any other podcast will be eliminated completely. Right. No mean, one's going to want a podcast if you got to pay these dudes off. Well, isn't technically podcasting, um, I always looked at podcasting as, uh, uh, well, on, on the, uh, you know, in, in a loose sense, it's kind of like a pirate radio. Yeah, right. Right. Um, also, um but isn't the, the, the big wall that, that, that's going to get thrown in front of these guys that are trying to sue the Corolla show and that and going to be uh, the uh, Freedom of Speech Act? No, because they're not preventing you from, from recording podcasts. They're telling you if you want to use the medium. And that's the thing. They're, they're basically saying they own a medium, which is like saying I own the concept of television. Well, isn't that? Um, but if this but, is specifically coded to iTunes, shouldn't iTunes get involved in it because won't that well that's open, the thing does that open kinda, the door for every other code for everything on iTunes that they can buy a patent for and say well you can't put your song out here unless you pay us and iTunes well that's the thing that I don't really understand about this uh, the first well some of the first people they sued are Google and Apple apparently they didn't try to fight them they just paid them off. I guess they figured it wasn't worth it. What the time. hell have we been waiting for? Let's call up Google and Apple and threaten them with something. Let's do it. We'll get some money that way. It's worth noting that Google actually owns, like, uh, companies that create drones now, robots. <laughs> so uh, well, if, you, if you'd like to call them up and threaten them, that's fine. Sure. I will in no way, shape, or form be supporting you or even having your phone number in my phone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what you just did with this with this uh, the story is just you just completely blew our minds with this right now. I've, what I, I've, what I've learned so far from you, what what I what I've what I've learned from you right now is uh, 
that people are douches, uh, don't cage me, and if it has nipples, it can be milked. So there you are. I'm so sorry, Mrs. The Rome. <laughs> honey, honey, come here. I just learned something from Adam. Adam's oh, talking about caging up trolls and milking them. Yeah. Yeah. No controls, man. I'm going to be a troll hunter. Oh. So who wants to go next? That's, that's the end of my first story. Well, I, just to add to that is, is, you know, like like Adam said, guys, go and donate to Adam Carolla. I mean, like seriously, if you like all our shows and, I Isn't mean, we... Be donating to us? No, because if that dude... Well, if they'd like to donate to us as well, we, we would... Be we'll take the money, money. yeah. We'll, we'll have plenty of merchandise at Full Metal Prom on May 9th. At, right. Uh, at Southport Hall for you to purchase, including exclusive T-shirts. That's right. But anyway. But what I'm trying to say is if he, like Adam said, if he does get where he has to pay this money, dude, eventually it's going to come down to, like, all, like Libsyn and all these other host sites are going to shut down, and then you won't get any shows. Right. I mean, we're, we're, we're perfectly willing to put up the money to keep this thing running, but if it comes down to it and they're like, hey, uh, you owe us money, too, we're, I just not, I just think this needs a fight more than it needs anything else. That that the whole idea of these handful of people going and going, well, I have a patent on a random series of numbers that pertains to you posting a podcast. That that deserves a fight right there. There should have been there should have been uh, 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 something protecting this from happening. Well, but the thing you have to understand is that basically what people like this do is they just spend all day trying to come up with ways to build the system. They, right. they, you yeah. know, it's, they, it's much like the way computers work with viruses. Every time somebody, or actually real-life viruses, every time you come up with a solution to something that's, that's killing a person, those viruses then evolve and become something different. And that's what these people do are. They're parasites. They, once you figure out a way to stop them from taking money from you in one way, they're going to figure out a different way to come and take your money. Thus, and this is a, this my, idea of people making money off of podcasts is new. Thus, my my idea and concept for troll hunting. We just need to go out. This is a this is a media revolution. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> let let us let us grab our microphones and bludgeon them to death. I'm all for that. Woohoo! Let's do it. I'm you mostly, know what that means. I'm mostly for you doing it. Let's do it. I'm like a fucking ninja with this thing. I'll just swirl it around, knock them all out. All right, who's? <laughs> let's let's move on to the next story. We've talked enough about this. I'm sorry. I was looking at fucking. <laughs> Wayne found something shiny. No, no. we stopped after fucking. Like I'm looking at fucking. No, actually, she is not. Actually, I'm looking at uh, actual photos from Kurt Cobain's uh, uh, murder scene. The ones that they fi- they finally released. Yeah. It's nothing but it's just pictures of like the floor and all his shit laying on the ground and stuff like that, you know. I'm not interested yeah, in how he died anyway. He look he They he still think he's him. I don't they still don't think he shot himself, so yeah, they someone killed him? Yeah. Well, that's just that's just weird. He's dead. He's not Eddie in the cruisers. Well no, they they think they know he's dead, Rum. It's not that. It's 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 the <laughs> fact that they, Elvis is dead yet. They don't if um they don't think someone killed him. There's probably court that's what I think. But uh, speaking of music, um, remember the story that I had brought up? Fuck, this is like one of our first shows, I think, um, about the singer from As I Lay Dying who decided to pay a cop, which he didn't know was a cop, to kill his ex-wife. 
or kill his wife. Yeah, I remember that. Well, uh, recently, which was like a day or two ago, um, he escaped from the correctional facility in California with... Rob, what the fuck? What are you doing? Mission Impossible song. (laughs) It it was like, dum, 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 dum. That's all I heard. Yeah, it's dum, 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 dum. I'm sorry, I didn't get to the good part. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he escaped with two other inmates that were are actually um, part of the Mexican underworld or are ties to, like, have family in, like, the Mexican cartel. Yeah. Cartels. So that's pretty uh, interesting that now Stupid. that he's out running the road, this is Tim Lab- Labasi, Lampsy, or whatever. Yeah. Not to be confused with Tim Lottie. Yeah, not Tim Lottie. Although I bet, it, I bet he wishes he escaped from prison. Yeah, but the only, only reason he would like that is if he was in there with... Um, um, fuck, what's his favorite character? Blade. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Blade. Uh, so, that's a weird thing. I, I, I'm really curious as to how many people escape prison these days. Yeah. It seems like it what? wouldn't be that easy. Although, I guess, if you're in with the Mexican drug cartels, maybe it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. I wonder... I think he was just a guy of opportunity that could they could use as a, you know, they need a, a patsy or somebody or, you know, a distraction because the cartels usually don't work with just anybody. And this guy, you know, more or less is just anybody. He's too, he's got too, he's too well known to be running for long without drawing attention to himself. Now, now Rome's an expert on Mexican drug cartels. <laughs> I am. I actually, you know, I, I, I've got my, my finger on the pulse of, of, of You're like of one the of people. those TV shows where, like, uh, where the guy, like, just has the power to absorb information and become other people. That, that is my superpower, actually. You nailed it. That's amazing. I don't like to talk to you. Know, have you ever become it, Barack Obama? Just out of curiosity. I have not. I have. I have standards. <laughs> oh, oh fuck, man! Well, I don't know. I, I would imagine. I, I tried one time, but I looked too much like Dumbo, so I, I just said to hell with it. I'm not doing I, I would imagine he had to give them something for them to take him along. Probably head. Yeah, I'm wondering. Well, Probably had a pack of smokes and a clean I'm shirt. Sure, heads a dime a dozen in prison. I, I bet it was an animal. Yeah, but he was pretty because he's got long hair. Mm, yeah, I suppose so. Maybe, maybe they, they like fucking those white boys. I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Either or. What were you saying about him? He, yeah, he's out there. I still don't know where he's at. They... I think I think they're going to find him dead, man. I really think the uh, if they, he's too much with the cartels, they're just going to cut their losses and uh, leave a body somewhere so they'll give them a little time so the police can do an investigation on that guy to try to find them. But they'll be going the opposite yeah. direction. Yeah. Um, uh, also in music, uh, you know, we we talked a little bit with um, Ralph Santala about uh, the the loss of uh, Dave Brocky this week. Um, yeah. Well, he was uh, he had a private funeral service this past weekend or past whatever a couple days ago i can't remember exactly when it was um but the uh singer for lamb of god uh randy blythe who's was actually really good friends and actually uh dave brocky was the guy who was uh pushing for you know when randy was in jail out there and was it munich or wherever the hell he was when he uh, did that manslaughter charge um uh, he was the one who was pushing the the fund me thing for you know him to get him funded so he could actually get out of jail. Okay. Yeah. That. So. But. Uh, yeah. Randy Blythe actually talked at his uh, funeral, and uh, he was actually. They said he was actually one of like three people that weren't in Guar to actually speak 
at his funeral, and he was real, you know, it's it's a really good service, they said, and, you know, it was only for, you know, close friends and family, nothing else. Uh, and they also said that um, the annual barbecue thing, that festival that Guar used to put on, uh, it will go yeah. on still. They're going to put, it's still going to be August 16th, and um, in their hometown of, of what's it, Haddad? Haddad or Haddad? It's probably Haddad. Haddad Lake, Richmond, Virginia. Oh, interesting. But um, they're going to have a huge public uh, memorial service for Brocky on the day before the show out there. Out there. So, yeah, nice. that's pretty sweet. Very People seem cool. very broken up by this guy dying. Uh, this uh, uh, heard a lot from various different people that you would not suspect were into Guar. Yeah, I mean, well, the dudes, like I said, the, the band's been around for 30 years, man. And no, I'm I mean, he made a, he made a lot of friends, but I mean he was he was um, from all accounts a very uh, nice guy, yeah. you know. So uh, making a lot of friends throughout the the industry, and I mean he was always about the fans and stuff too. So I mean um, I guess you know when you when you lose a good guy, uh, you're going to have a good turnout. You know you're going to have a lot of a lot of people yeah, take and notice. He, and he was kind of like you know 30 years ago, dude. He he's basically an innovator. You know, I mean look. The, who, Nobody thought about wearing costumes and you know weird shit like that. I mean, I know there was Kiss, but Kiss, yeah. but they only Kiss. had, you know, they only did their like face paint and stuff like that. This dude, this dude did like uh, a whole, you know, yeah. whole thing for the time is what I'm saying. You know, I mean, I, yeah, for, for the time, Kiss was probably the. I think what was Kiss would probably have been the originals when it came to um, major theatrical and stuff. Yeah. Makeup and costuming for stage productions, I think. I mean, they all had their personas, you know, they had their, you know, and they capitalized yeah. on that. And I think at Kiss probably, well, I can't say probably, but did probably open the door for, for bands like Guar. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, I agree. Of course, Guar opened the door for Slipknot and right. blah, 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 and it just goes on from right. there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and also uh, Green Jelly, I mean, it's another band. Yeah. That, that Guar heavily influenced, and actually, they were great. Yeah, friends real good and, friends. And as, as there's um, actually, uh, Man Speaker just posted a, a flyer of <laughs> uh, not laughing of a show that they played together almost 30 years ago. It said it had yeah, Guar, and it had actually Green Jello was the the headliner, and they had Guar underneath them, and they were they they drew the the flyer and stuff. It's really cool, you know. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, you went to see Guar so many times!" Like, yeah, I saw him almost. I saw him nine times. I mean, no, I mean, that's that's it was a good they were show. Awesome. I mean, you can't. I think that's uh, you know, cool, man. When you when you get a band like that that you that you want to follow, there's nothing wrong with that. In at fact, all. you know what I'm going to do on this show right now? Poop? No, I'm going to take a minute out and I'm going to play a Guar song. This first time on the show, we ever actually play a song. Okay. Um, I'm going to play America. Well, America must be destroyed. Off of that title album, you know, American Mystery Destroyed. So I'm gonna do that. So that'll be kind of like our our uh, memorial to Dave Brocky. Rest in peace, wherever you are, man. All right, here we go.
it, the reason, like, the, the setup for the show was, like, this, the, one of Ethan Embry's friends, I don't remember what his character's name was on that show, on that movie, but his friend comes and he's like, dude, I made you some of my special brownies, and you know what that means? Extra sugar. <laughs> it was a weird thing, I guess it was like a studio thing, clearly the line was gonna be, they're pot brownies, you know, extra pot or something like that. But, uh, so he goes back, uh, on his break, and he's just, like, fucking consuming these brownies from, and Rum, Rum can definitely speak to this. From what <laughs> I understand about pot brownies, you're really not supposed to, like, eat, like, two or three of them. You're supposed to eat, like, maybe half of one. Right, or right, like that, right. Because they're really strong. Because instead of smoking it, you're just consuming the, the actual plant. Yeah, but pot brownies really, it's kind of, you realize how much cooked weed you would have to consume to get hot. Because when you're cooking weed, especially in a, like a, like a 350-degree oven and something like that, you're, lo- it's, you're losing a lot of the, uh, of the uh, THC. You're, you're losing a lot of that stuff that, that, that's going to get you high. So basically you're just eating the concept of, you know, I'm eating, I'm eating weed and brownies. I'm eating pot brownies. And, and look, you're really not going to eat this brownie, and you're not going to have this psychedelic trip just from eating a chocolate brownie. What you're going to get is uh, a placebo effect more often than not and a sugar rush. Let me tell you something, dude. That right there, those statements, I will say Rum is a fucking professor on that. <laughs> on that. He is definitely an expert yeah, like on that subject. Like, I've done a lot of reading and research like, oh, on you, this topic. Uh, you guys are make me. You, you made me sound like an addict. Like you paint a bad picture. You do, man. <laughs> You're gonna run for politics if you keep doing this. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what I was trying to say in my story about the show. Was the fact that, <laughs> was the fact that they opened the show with that song, and they had a fucking uh, like a techno fake techno group playing beforehand, and you could see that they were bullshit because the guy had his keyboards and they had a fake arm, and you could see that. Well, this little puppet comes out over this wall that they had built, and he were like. There will be no quad tonight. Instead, you have to sit here and listen to this. And these guys are dancing around and shit. Well, the feedback from that song is the opening of the song. The wall falls down, and they just rip this dude to shreds. They tear his arm off. And, you know, it was it was just a really, really, like, graphic. Yeah, it was insane. You know, it's just like, and I was hooked right after that. Like, when I saw that show, I was just like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you, you would be hooked after someone gets mutilated. I understand. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Pot brownie smoker? Uh, I'm not a pot brownie smoker. Oh. No, you eat them. All right, so, so Rome, do you want to tell me yes. the things you found? Well, I'm a, one I can't remember all the details of off the top of my head. Let's just get rid of that one. That one doesn't count anymore. Yeah. But apparently in Texas right now, they have captured a live chupacabra. I did see that story. I didn't read it, but I did see it. Now, I saw the video footage of okay. it. Okay. Now, the, there's, of course, there's a, this, this picture, uh, an older Texas woman with big Texas hair. You know what I'm saying? And she goes, well, I was sit, standing in my kitchen, and I was looking out the window, and we got a tree stand. And there it was up on the tree stand, just kind of shaking. And I thought it was a raccoon. And then I went outside and said, Earl, I think we got a chupacabra. You have to be you have to be kidding. That is not exactly what her words were. And that's yes, and that's when Earl yes, pulled out his cock and said, You damn right, bitch, now bend over. Look at my chupacabra, girl. 
Chupacabra, because you know Chupacabra's famous in Texas. So apparently Earl climbs a tree, picks up. Now, if this was a real Chupacabra, you're not going to pick up a Chupacabra. And puts it down on the ground and lures it into a, uh, a live trap and gets it in there because the damn thing's starving. So already, not a Chupacabra. Gets in there. Now, it does have uh, very little hair, you know, very little hair on its body, which could be contributed to mange. You know, if, if, if you've seen an animal with mange, they're not very distinguishable, you know. What uh, one professor looked at the footage and went, and now it has some massive teeth. It's got a lot of teeth in it. But it could be a gray fox with mange. But this woman is convinced that it is a lechupacabra. And that she is going to make millions of dollars because she owns this poor animal who is dying of mange in a cage. And, and, and they're like feeding it like pepperoni balls. Just throwing <laughs> shit in it. And the thing is trying to eat it. But it, it's, it's so fucked up and sick. You know, and, and then Earl just standing in the background like, yeah, I caught it. I caught this at Chupacabra. I was like, wow. these people are so retarded. But I, you know... Anybody who's ever seen a chupacabra knows this is not a chupacabra. Right, and you've seen them, I know. Yeah, you, you used you to know, go it, chupa hunting. I know, I know yeah, how. It's, yeah, and I, I've always, I've always loved the chupas. I like chupa pops. Uh, you know, all the all the chupas. The chalupas. You know. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, ch- the chalupa hoopas. Yeah, man. Taco Bell got them. You know what? I, I just want to take this moment to recall uh, two days ago when squirrels. Who was telling me that everyone thinks I'm an asshole? Uh, really? Took 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 a moment to tell me, you know, how much she loves the rum guy. How he he takes even the most boring podcast that we have and makes it better and makes her laugh. Well, if and the podcast out, this 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 is you know I'm blushing. I'm blushing right now. Yeah. Well, you know, if the podcast is boring, turn it off. No, don't turn it off. No, I'm not talking to everybody else. I'm just talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> no. But anyway, what, what has this got to do with the chupacabra? It, no, it's got to do with you and your chupa pops. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like a chupa pop? Uh, I don't even know what the fuck a chupa pop is. I don't either. It's one of those big lollipops. I was like, a, I was thinking it was kind of like corn pops, but a fucking like a cereal. Man, where do you man? They have nothing in Louisiana. They don't have chupa pops. They don't know what a duvet cover is. No, no duvet. That was queer. No, we don't. We don't have duvet covers here. No, we don't have covers for covers. That just makes no sense. You know, Indian blankets. They don't have. Man, they don't have nothing down there. You know, no, rum. We don't have. We don't have. You got, things that cover us at night. I'm just saying. You know what? I, I want to be honest with. I, I hope. I hope you aren't representing the entire population of Louisiana right now. Wait, I, I want to be honest no, with squirrels right now. <laughs> no, don't. No, no listen. Just, just listen. Just listen. Me and Rum did a show together uh-huh. by ourselves. And I believe it was called "If You Want Buck, It's Out You Out of Luck." Oh, she's a little behind. She's catching up. Okay, but no, I I understand. But that was just me and Rum. Okay, it had the lowest downloads of all time. So I just want to say that I think Adam is what brings the people. I think it is. It's Adam. I, I think it's. I think it's. It could be because they think Adam is Adam Carolla. Maybe. Maybe. Fuck, I wish. Have you ever seen his wife? No. Oh my God! I'll pull up a picture of her later. Lynette Carolla, just good God! Like, cyberstock much? He must have a huge cock. (laughs) Like, that chick is hot. Anyway, but yes, La Chupacabra, (laughs) possible capture. I think it's fake. Oh, Uh, there's no such thing as a Chupacabra. That's a damn. 
I saw the picture. It all, I mean, the video. It almost. I didn't watch the video, but I just saw like a caption of it. But it almost yeah. looks like a goddamn. Looks like a hairless a dog. Well, that's basically what a a, a a chupacabra is—a canine-like creature. But it's too small. Uh, it's too timid. It didn't attack the dude because it's sick. You know, it it obviously has mange. It's not naturally born skinless. Or hairless, you know. Skinless, yeah. Skinless chupacabra. And and now we see that that Rome is also an expert on fictional Mexican. <laughs> uh, well, I learned that from my my friends in the cartel. I, he means his wife. So yes. are we up to four different things that Rome is an expert on this podcast. Yes, and the only one I believe is the weed. <laughs> this podcast needs to be called the Just because I, li- I like to read books The myth And I like to learn things All the expertise of the Rome guy <laughs> You know, let me tell you something I know your wife very well And she told me you do not read So I don't want to hear it I do read She knows I read The back of a cereal box does not count That's just to pass the time between books Or, or, a, or a fucking rum bottle, okay? She told us she wants glued, like, pages to her naked uh, buttocks, and you still were too lazy. <laughs> you still wouldn't read them. <sighs> That's too much work to get in there. I'm just going to go masturbate. I'm going to go watch the CW. <laughs> <laughs> if I put, if I sat on a book, now I'm not going to tell you. I was, I'm not going to, I'm going to let it go. Go ahead, next. What's the other thing you found? Yeah, you're supposed to give us two things you found. Oh, um, they believe they found uh, the uh, Holy Grail. Really? Yes, in a um, a, a, a cache of Spanish-acquired items. They think they found the Grail, but I, again, don't believe this is the Grail. It may be true to the uh, – to the. Uh, they, they feel it's in the right time frame of, of this happening, but I just believe it's – you know, it's just too ornate. I I believe in the Grail in the uh, the text that Indiana Jones uh, said it would be. I knew you were going to you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, th- this this gold this cup is is, is a solid gold cup. It has uh, a mother and pearl inlay on the inside. It's covered in rubies and and sapphires and little ivory carvings of of like faces and stuff on it. It's very very ornate. But uh, that that and, and I'm going to quote the movie is not the cup of a carpenter. Right. I I, yeah. I, I agree. I don't think if uh, if it was going to be something like that, it's not going to be mean, that. Uh, all all accounts all accounts. If you were to uh, believe all of what is written in the Bible and everything like that, they were not rich people. You know what I'm saying? They didn't go as like ah, you know, they're not hanging out with the. The Aztecs. Well, wait, wait. No I mean, if the guy could turn shit. water into wine, why couldn't he turn a cup into a chalice? I'm just saying. That's that's a whole different type of magic, man. You're right, you're right. That's that's way. What are you saying? Jesus doesn't have the magic powers no. to turn wood into metal. Dude, they just they just didn't. Invent. Jesus was was a metalhead, dude. It's, no, Jesus was a hippie. He walked around in Harachi, climbing mountains. And he's walking on water. Sure, I've stepped on puddles. No, well, I don't know who the Sriracha guy is, but I'm sure <laughs> Sriracha, not Sriracha. <laughs> all, all I gotta say is they didn't invent that sleight of hand back then. It's only now that Chris Angel's making it famous. Okay, I'm saying Chris Angel is Jesus. No, I'm saying Jesus. No, Jesus was the original mind freak. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't think there was a lot of. And this sounds very sacrilegious, probably to a lot of people, but. I don't know. And, and 
he, he kept losing disciples. You know, he kept losing people throughout the, the course of this journey. People were betraying him and stuff. It's because he kept hanging out with lepers. That's true. You know, it's, it's a contagious disease, man. You don't hang out with the people that are losing parts. You know, you don't do that. And, you know, it's it was just kind of a downer for people, man. Anyway. <laughs> well, uh, that, that's, that's a little known passage from the Bible. If, if you didn't know, folks, Jesus was a downer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he was great at parties, the water and the wine. I mean, loaves to fishes? Sure. Occasionally he would play Chase the Snake. He's like, man, we eat loaves and fishes all the time. Chase the Snake Robbins? Can't we get a pot roast? How about a fucking taco bar? Something. What is your problem? I remember that part of the Bible. How about a fucking taco bar? (laughs) In fact, there was some argument between Paul, John, Ringo, and George. (laughs) It should have been called... Where's the fucking taco bar instead, instead of the Bible? Instead of the Bible. Yeah, yeah. There was There was an argument, you know, ultimately. It was Ringo, of course. That, right. That, you know, because fuck Ringo. Speak me something. Look. I mean, of course, of course you didn't want to feed them Chinese food because all those thousands of people would be hungry in an hour. Right, right. Maybe maybe something a little bit more filling. Well, but loaves and fishes? I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, Look, man. You know, because we all know that China exists. You know what's at the bottom of Mount Sinai? A freaking ocean. Let, let me. <laughs> they could go fishing and get that. Yes, the hospital. Yeah, not, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, come on. Jesus Christ. Water in the wine, that was an accident. That was actually, it wasn't wine. He had a Kool-Aid packet. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just saying. Um, uh, while hey, we're, while, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he breaks the wall down. Oh, my God, I just realized. James Hetfield all this time has been fucking doing the Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody get Vernon on the line. Let's do a print of that. Hey, James. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, we should text Vernon and, and tell him to do a print. Oh, uh, yeah. The, James Hetfield the Kool-Aid, man. That would be awesome. That was one of my favorite dreams uh, from when I was at the dentist one time when I was a kid. Um, I oh, a, yeah. I remember dentist. that. No, I had I had a, it was it was a Kool Aid dream. It's the only time I ever had this dream. Anyway, it's because the the dentist, my dentist at the time, Doctor Spina, who's now dead and was sued for malpractice multiple times, uh, he he got high on the uh, the uh, nitrous oxide, and he used to give his patients nitrous oxide when, before he did any type of dental work. A lot of a lot of dentists use the gas. Well, he left the room, forgot about me. I had this gas on, man. I was so out of it, and I kept having this vivid dream of uh, Punchy the Kool-Aid guy and going down this gigantic water slide with this big, like, fat Hawaiian that was chasing me with a bag of, like, you know, there's uh, candy necklaces. It was a fucked-up dream. But uh, folks, really, I just like to tell you the prequels of that story is that actually Roma's never been to a dentist in his life. He was actually <laughs> high on mushrooms at the age of 22. Weed, man, and thought he was that age. And <sighs> don't listen to them, people. All right, look, I'm going to break in here and say since we were talking about Jesus, I want to bring up. What? I want to bring up something. We we're talking about Jesus. I want to bring. Oh God, getting serious? Yeah, it's a serious topic. No, fuck no. I want to bring up Noah. Oh, the movie. This movie. Or actually, Noah. This movie. Okay. Now, I, I was... I, my favorite comment about this movie... I have not seen it. N- nobody I know has seen it. Oh. It's not very realistic? Yeah. One of my, fa- <laughs> my, one of my favorite comments was, it's like if you took the Bible and a Transformers comic book and put it together, and that's the movie. That actually makes it sound way better than it probably is. There are gigantic, like the angels in the book in the Bible uh-huh. are actually giant rock monsters. They're golems. Rock monster. I heard this movie was very boring. 
From what I from what I hear, you know what the commercial looks like to me. It looks like if you took three hundred and mixed it with the it Bible. Looks like gladiator. Yeah, it's like all these. I don't remember a hundred billion dudes chasing after Noah. You know what I mean? And is Lincoln Park doing the soundtrack? Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, does, doesn't uh, what's his name Russell Crowe have a sword in his hand in the poster? Yeah, well, Noah had a sword and a staff. Yeah, but well, his staff was I'm in sure, his pants. I'm sure he did. But oh. he, he's not known for that. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Had, I, I mean, this is the type of movie that. Unless uh, Hermione's taking her tits out, I'm, I'm not seeing it. Well, you know, they, they should they actually... They didn't tell you about that part of the Bible, did they, when Hermione pulled her tits out? <laughs> well, well, you know, Noah fucks his daughters. Oh, really? Yeah, in the Bible. Well, there's a, you know, look... you got to fill the ark somehow. <laughs> the thing about the Bible is, aside from the New Testament, the Bible's pretty <clears throat> fucked up. Like, oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of people fucking, like, their relatives in the, you know, there's a lot of incest in that book. I'm not, I'm not even trying to be sacrilegious. If you no, it's the true. Bible, if you read the Bible, it's in there. Yeah, there's, yeah. There, there's always, like, some dude who's like, my sister's really fucking hot. I should just rape her. No. Well, that's that's a lot. That's that's even in uh, the days of the kings and stuff like that. And the you know a lot of the monarchy, a lot of that was a lot of incest and a lot of inbreeding. You know that sort of thing. It, you know back then, I guess it was acceptable. Nowadays, probably not so cool. You know. And number five subject that Rob was an <laughs> raping his sister. Oh wait, no, it's, it's terrible. No, I, I, that movie, I have. It's not even like I'm not somebody who you know. I grew up obviously I'm Italian. I grew up Roman Catholic, and I'm not someone who hates Catholicism or anything like that, or or any of those stories. But I, there's just nothing about that, you know. Aside, there's think, stories with like, good more or good good. Like outcomes, like fables. You know, they're very good when teaching lessons. I don't care. I don't want to spend ten bucks to see that. I it's a movie. I love Emma Watson. Yeah. Uh, I like Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else is in the movie. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. Oh yeah. That's Although right. I got, I'm a little pissed at her since she she got a breast reduction. But you know. Well, you know the it, it, Jennifer Connelly's best movie was um, that that if you ever want to watch a really good movie. Career opportunities as a requ- requiem for a dream. At, uh, just hmm. just fast forward to the end because I know you don't like those I'd kind rather, of music. I'd rather watch career opportunities where she's sitting on one of those like mechanical horses that they used to have at like Walmart. Yeah, actually, it's Target in this movie, and she's just like wearing a very thin shirt with no bra. Oh, so you don't want to watch her get gang banged by a bunch of old men? All right, change my mind. See, there you go. <laughs> Maybe you should watch Requiem for a Dream. Why aren't we watching that right now? <laughs> uh, no, but just Noah looks. I don't care that Darren Aronofsky is known as a visionary director. I just uh, it doesn't doesn't look interesting. Yeah, and, and and what's really really funny is it's a fucking movie, people. And it is. It's a movie, and it's you know it's it is what it is. It's a it's supposed to be an, an entertainment factor right. to this. And so if you feel like being entertained and you're into this genre and you want to watch this, go see it. But like I said, I've you know? heard it's actually very boring. Yeah. One of our, one of our I think friends. It's better in 3D. What? Probably. Better. I think it would be amazing in 3D. One, yeah. of, one of our friends is one of the, uh, actually one of the co-hosts of uh, the uh, Eyes for the Lost show that we were on, mm-hmm. uh, Shane. He, uh, we were talking about this at Twist on Lime the other night, which is which is another location that we've had shows and stuff at. And it was telling telling you how he's better looking than everybody in Noah. No, 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 no. We were talking, and uh, it was the funny. The we were on that show. Every every other sentence was, "I'm better looking than everybody in that fucking room." Well, you know, <laughs> I love Shane. He's awesome. Oh, by the way, we are invited every uh, um, to go there once every two months to go and do a show. 
because they they loved it so much. They had so much fun with us. They want us to go back. So I was like, all right. And they're gonna and they want you to call in, Rum. So there you go. Oh, I I felt bad. I missed that show. But uh, but anyway, we we're talking about the Noah show, and uh, he says, you know, people who believe that Noah built a boat and took every it was a big ass boat took every animal on the face of the earth in pairs onto this boat. It's not fucking possible. First of all, how you stop the animals from eating each other? Cages. <laughs> Have you ever seen a cage on the ark? Yeah. I saw, I saw that picture you had when you were on it. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, you got to give wrong credit. I got to no, give him that one. How's that going? That was good. I'm just glad he built it. Um, <laughs> but seriously, it was like, how do you stop them from doing it? And then you look at it, there's like 80 million or, or uh, however many thousand there's, there's, there's I think I think it no, would have been more likely more likely if the, an ark was built. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, you know, there's individual like 200 million species. You know, they they think they found the ark in the mountains of Turkey. That's just an old boat some dude built and stuck it in the ground. Dude, who's gonna build an old boat and stick it on the top of a mountain in Turkey? Me. But, well, you built the first one. Why wouldn't you build the second one? I, I have no problem with people who believe that shit. I don't care. Right? Hey, I think, I think it's... Well, it's their own. You know, I get it. It's, it's a great mystery. It really is. I mean, all of this is a, is a wonderful mystery, and, and that's what captivates people. Uh, you know, you, you have faith in religion, and in all religions, and but you're, there's also the, the, the mythos that, that follows that, and it's, you know, you've you got to believe in a little bit of the mystery to, to really have, you know, that type of an impact. I mean, everybody wants to know the, the, the answers, no matter where you're from. I don't, I don't so whether it's in Christianity or Buddhism or Hinduism or Pankuism or whatever, um, you know, you, you want to know the you want to be closer to the answers. And that's what that's all about. You know, and if you want to believe that there was a boat that had uh, I don't know how many I don't know how many animals were back then. There could have only been like like in, in that area, like in that that parish or in that county. Wherever Moses was at, finally you something know, uh, Rum's not an expert on. There, there could be, there could have been like only like eighteen different types of animals. So thirty-six animals on a boat. That's possible, you know. And they're floating around. I was like, oh shit, what's that? Oh, that's there's two seagulls. Catch them, you know. And they got the seagulls, threw them in a in a seagull cage, and you know, floating around for however. What is that? Forty days, forty nights, whatever it was. Or is that how long they walked? I always get that confused. Now there is a range of forty days and forty nights, but it, but here's the thing: is what is up with forty days and forty nights? It's always we walked across the desert forty days and forty nights, and we floated on a boat for forty days and forty nights. And then Josh Hartman be... didn't fuck anybody for forty, 40 days and forty nights. Forty nights. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, there's got to be something in that code. You know, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I'm just saying. But, uh, but the Ark's in Turkey. Okay. Well, speaking of of the Ark, I uh, I found this article about a masseuse who. Um, who was accused of hiding a stolen $35,000 Rolex in her vagina. Was were, was it in pairs? What has this got to do with the Ark? Absolutely nothing. I just love this fucking article, and I wanted to bring it up and have you shut up about the Ark. That, that, that is what she calls her. Her, her vagina is the Ark. Where, where, where did you hide the watch? In the, in, in the Ark of Covenant. Somebody get Indiana Jones. <laughs> watch out, it's the, dun, 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 it's the dun, Temple dun, dun, of Poon. The Temple of Poon. <laughs> yeah, dude, she was. Now you know how the guy pulls her pants, pulls his pants down. She goes snakes. Now, I hate snakes. Yeah, why is it always snakes? Now you know how old Wayne is because he clearly saw that movie. The movie Temple of Poon. I have never seen that movie. Okay. I really, I, I really, 
That is the actual name of the Indiana Jones porno. Really? Temple Temple. Oh, wow, well, damn. Why okay. would it be? Well, yeah. I think that's that, awesome. But that's great. I mean, what? so yeah, she, how did she get caught? Well, was she doing breakdancing well, in the street? Well, no, 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 no. No, she met this dude at a fucking bar and told him that he she did private massages for a certain amount of money. So the dude, you know, 66-year-old dude, she was a 25-year-old chick. So he, he's like, all right, fucking A, let's go. So he gave him three, she gave him, he gave her $300, and as, as she was massaging the dude for like 30 minutes, he, she told him to take his watch off, and that's when she placed it in her vagina, and he noticed that the watch was missing. Well, I, I, I don't know, I don't even know what to say to that. Maybe she just, you know, thought she was a kangaroo, putting something in her pouch, I don't know. And, and, then really, the dude, wait, really and then the dude got pissed off because she wouldn't perform a sex act without a condom. Well, that's what she told him. Oh, oh. Well, she knew if, if even with the condom, then or without a condom, he'd notice the watch. I mean, you'd find that. True. You're poking around, you're right? going to find it. In fairness to him, even if that is true, if she was going to charge him fucking three hundred dollars for a massage, you're assuming you're getting like a hand or something. Hand job, yeah. You know. Well, maybe she's just got nimble fingers. And honestly, if she's going to steal a $35,000 watch, she really should have. Well, I guess she couldn't fuck him. And then what the hell is this guy rocking around town with a $35,000 watch on in, in a Vegas. bar? He was in Vegas at Wynn's Casino. Oh, dumbass. <laughs> if you pay $35,000 for a watch, I'm sorry. You know Vegas, you're a fucking dumbass. Dumbass. I'm not paying that for a watch. I, most of, well, I, I bought Movados. I'm not going to pay the money for a fucking Rolex. That's freaking stupid. It's just, you're just paying for the name there, you know? I mean, yeah, they're great watches, but if it's an old Rolex, maybe a prototype of something, okay, that's an antique. That's different. But to go out to a fucking jewelry store to pay that on a Rolex is stupid. This, this just in, Lars Ulrich says Metallica will have a new studio album next year. I know, I know all you uh, fans will be super excited, right? Y'all hear all the cheering. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah! Yay! Yay! <laughs> I heard, oh, I heard it's really terrible. Well, you, you, you can't hear it's really terrible because they haven't done it yet. Did you hear the new song? I did hear the summertime thing. The, the, the Heroes of Summer or the Warriors yeah. of Summer. Even the title says, Poop, poop, poop. <laughs> you know, let let Metallica be. I know, you know they've lost a lot of fan base over the years and stuff, but you got to give them credit. They, know, they they've kept it alive. You know they're still going good I, uh, on them. I haven't bought an album in years from them. I don't plan on buying anything unless something completely amazes me. But I don't foresee that happening anytime soon. I uh, you know, I guess it really, rather, it really has to blow me away. I'd rather go out and buy the new Avatar album because that not no Adam not, not the, the movie is a band and, the, and and they're really good. That freaking band is awesome. I don't I don't fuck I, I because you, say, you don't like because you hate no. the Avatar. So we're just trying to throw it out there before you. I I literally it's, said nothing and you're all like no Adam not that thing that you're thinking that apparently you're not really thinking it's something <laughs> else. Well, anyway, Avatar, very good band. Uh, if you're if you're listening, haven't heard them yet. I'd you know go on YouTube or something and find one. What of an videos. awful movie! Really freaking cool, <laughs> awful movie. Yeah, but it's uh, man, that shit's good. Good, good band. Yes, and and actually, I am done with my stories. So, Adam, you said you had another story. I actually have two. Well, I have a story in a segment, but uh, David Letterman is 
quitting uh, in 2015. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah. Good. I uh, I heard it on the radio, and the guy was like, that guy's like Brett Favre, man. He's He stayed, well, you know, like five years. To, you know, and I'm like, fuck off. I mean, I don't I don't care for Letterman anymore, but... I never, think, found him, I never found him funny. Oh, I, I love I loved I Letterman. Uh, I think compared to Leno, I think he's way funnier, but I... I don't. I never liked Leno either. I don't think. Uh, Again, Rum doesn't like anyone. <laughs> and my whole thing is, uh, if if he's going, the CBS really ought to make an offer to Conan. And, yeah. You know, which would be nice. I don't like Conan. Conan's see? awesome. See again, Rum likes no one. Well, I I don't really get a lot of the. I don't like him. I don't like him either. I don't like that one. I like the concept of the shows, but I mean, do you need so many people doing the same show concept? Well, Conan's way different than everyone else. Yes, he has red hair. No, he's <laughs> he's his style of comedy is very different from what everyone else was doing. Uh, he was, you know, I, he had his moments, but I, I I lost interest in those shows as much as I've lost interest in Saturday Night Live. So basically, you really shouldn't even be speaking on the subject because what you're saying is that you want all fucking. Uh, television talk shows to go away. Well, there's too much of it, man. Oh, for God's sake. There's too much. Well, Fucking... someone's going to replace David Letterman, whether the rum guy uh, accepts <laughs> it or not. Well, I hope it's somebody I think, it isn't Conan. I think CBS should go to Conan. For one thing, there would be symmetry there, because oh. the reason Letterman went to CBS is because NBC screwed him. And the reason that Conan is is unfortunately like not doing very well over at TBS is because NBC screwed him. You know who him. they should give it to? Tosh. No. I don't think Tosh would do very well on as a... I, I thought, I, he's allowed to just do whatever the fuck he wants on Comedy Central. He would not be well, allowed to go. do whatever it's, he wants. It's a, it's, a, it's a dead art. It needs to go. Uh, okay. Again, Rome, not, none of us have any say in whether or not late night talk shows will exist. I'll make a call. Okay. Well, you do that. Another thing that Rome is an expert on, <laughs> late night talk shows. So anyway, the last thing that I wanted to do was I, I had a uh, uh, quit being a pussy. So what, what, what's this uh, don't be a pussy this week? Well, uh, I, was, uh, I was listening to the radio, and it reminded me of something that, uh, you know, I did a bit on the Eyes for the Law podcast that you, you mentioned. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, isn't on iTunes. Oh, they're not? No, I looked it up because I wanted to hear how it turned out. But, uh, I don't you know, they, they should probably get on that. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to talk to them and see yeah. if they Although, you never know, maybe the patent trolls will come after them if they do. But, yeah. Uh, so... There's this campaign that's going on. I don't know how much steam it's gotten, but there's this group of women, uh, some of whom I'm a big fan of, like Jennifer Garner. And uh, some of them I'm not such a fan of, such as uh, the Sebastian first Box? lady. No, I don't think Sebastian Box in this one. Okay. You know, maybe. We'll see. We can watch the video. Uh, <laughs> but basically, these, this group of women are, did a video and are starting a campaign to ban the word bossy. And it's a very weird kind of pretentious video where they list words that people supposedly call little girls. Uh, so they're like bossy. I can't well, remember. Well, all that of already them, sounds but stupid, but I mean, if, if, hey, if, hey, if hey, you're bossy, hey, you're bossy. Do you, do you remember the part where I'm doing a segment? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, they they did mention. Pushy twice, which confused me. I, I, I thought maybe they were saying something else, uh, which would contradict the, the, the whole point of it. Uh, but, but yeah, so they're trying to ban the word bossy. And so 
I'm going to surprise everyone present and everyone that's listening to this and say, ladies, I agree with you. I think we should not use the word bossy anymore, and I will not ever refer to a woman as bossy anymore. Instead, I will just call you cunts. <laughs> with that in mind, I'd like to start this over. Dear cunts, we're a little sick of your cunty bullshit. Who gives a fuck? first of all, about the word bossy. I cannot remember ever calling any woman bossy. I think what you mean to say is bitchy. Yes, we occasionally call a woman a bitch when she acts like a bitch. Now, you might think that's wrong, and I understand, but shut the fuck up. I'm a little sick of this fucking victim mentality that everyone has, and we've all talked about this before, but it kind of starts with language. Look, I mentioned earlier that my ex-girlfriend told me that everyone thinks I'm an asshole. That hurt my feelings. But you know what? I got over it. Look, I'm not going to stop calling women. I mean, I've never called a woman bossy, but I'm not going to stop calling women bitches. If you act like a bitch, I'm going to call you a bitch. And you know what? Nobody's asking uh, people to stop calling guys asshole, which is the male equivalent of bitch. The fact is that some women are bitchy and pushy, pushy. Some women are cunts. And frankly... I should be able to call you a cunt if I want to, because I'm going to ask outright, uh, what's more cunty than telling people what they can and can't say? You know, like when I yell at the rum guy. <laughs> I think he's really mad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm not mad. I'm just, I'm just going with you. You can do it, man. Uh, so, you know, I understand when black people get upset at racial epithets. I understand when gay people get upset at being called fags. But those people were actually literally oppressed at some point in their, you know, genealogical history. Um, people were beaten. People were killed. So it's a little more to that. Yes, I understand women have been beaten and killed over the course of history. But most people don't, like, look at women as a whole and think, I'm going to kill all them bitches. Um, the word bitch, the word bossy, the word cunts does not fucking affect you. This is actually why I hate people with isms, feminism, uh, activism, uh, whatever, racism, you know, all these isms. It's all bullshit that people use for narcissistic purposes to push whatever they think on other people. The fact is that most of the feminists I've ever fucking met are hypocrites. I, I hear that if a woman decides to be a mother, a stay-at-home mother, or doesn't choose to have abortions, that she's not a real woman and that she's against the feminist cause. And that's all bullshit and you're all cunts. So to you, cunts, I'd like to say quit being a pussy and get over yourselves. Nineteen times the C word was used. <laughs> Well, that's the point of this segment. Well, it was, it was very good. It was very enlightening there. I like that Rome counted. I'm impressed. Well, you know, me and numbers. Bam. I, I, I don't really. You do, well, if, if, if you truly knew me, you'd know me and numbers are like, we're tight. We're like, anyway, it doesn't matter. Is numbers your dealer? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stripper he dated. That was, numbers. Uh, that was uh, my dealer's number, or, or Knuckles. Oh, did we meet Knuckles? I don't think oh, so. No, I'm joking, dude. Is, I don't is, have a dealer. Is, is Everything Newman, I've ever talked about on the show, I've only learned by reading books. Yes. Off, off of Mrs. The Rum's ass. Which I like to do origami with. <laughs> you like to do origami with Mrs. Rum's yeah. ass? 
He's like, look, it's a squirrel. Wait. Look, it's a pterodactyl. You can't be a squirrel. That would be really confusing. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So that 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 really apparently got when 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 did you start saying it? This came out today that you found that information out. Uh, no, this this story came up a couple weeks ago, and like I said, the, the next thing we we didn't have a show the day that I found out about it, and the next thing we did was Eyes for the Lost podcast, and I I, I threw out a bit that I thought of on that show, and then I thought, man, I wasted their show. It's not even on fucking iTunes. I can't hear it again. Well, I think, uh, I, I think well, it is all it is all over Facebook though. You can you can check it out. I I agree with you though. There's uh, out of all the words to really be offended by a bossy just doesn't seem to be one of them. I mean, yeah, I think cunt would that, be more. Well, that word doesn't just apply to women. You can you can say uh, some anybody can be bossy. You know, you, well, anybody can be a cunt too. Well, have you, any of you ever called a woman bossy? Maybe when I was like ten. Wrong. I can't ever remember saying that word to. You know, if I'm going to yell something that is like, "Hey, you're bossy," I'm not going, and that's not going to come out. It'd be like, "Hey, you're a fuckhead," or "Hey, that's you're a bitchy," or "Hey, you're or a bitchy," fine. or, um, or but yeah. Well, it's clear that they're they're substituting "bitch" for "bossy." Yeah. Oh, um, that's that's what they were actually doing. They didn't want to say the other word. Yeah, I mean, it's on uh, public television. But okay. yeah, here's the thing: we've all met like some little girl, like regardless of what your age is. At some point, you've run across like a little seven or eight year old girl who's who's like that. And even their parents are usually like, yeah, she's a little bitch, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, that she's a bit of a little bitch, you know. Like, you've met that little girl, and frankly, that little girl may turn out to be something great, but nobody's trying to, like, stop her from becoming something. Because that's the implication that... I, I think you just hate children. I, well, I do, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> no, but the implication of the, is that... People use words like bossy and pushy to keep those little girls from realizing their potential. Instead, it's the opposite. It's to get those little girls to understand that you can't treat people like you own them, and that's not required for you. Uh, there's, there's one way to, of solving that problem is if, if uh, parents every once in a while, and I know a lot of parents out there hate me for saying this, but sometimes a good smack on the ass will shut a kid up really fast. I know it did me when I was growing up. You know, if you're I, out in public and you say something you're not supposed to, it's like, bam, ow, don't say that again. Or the old, hey, here's a bar of soap in your mouth, or go pick your own switch, or, hey, is this chain long enough? I don't think so. Whatever. Hey, can we talk about me being old. Go pick your own switch. Come on. Uh, <laughs> fucking granny yeah, me. They still, they still have switches. People do I mean, still, they grow on trees. Yeah, people still do uh, ask, ask uh, their kids to go cut a switch. Um, yeah, not many, you know, but, but people do. Uh, I, you know, my mom used to walk, uh, go, go around with me. She used to have a wooden spoon in her purse just because it was handy. She could stick it in her purse, and if I was got out of line, whack on the ass, wooden spoon. That sucks. My, uh, my grandmother used to have me kneel on a plate of rice. Yeah, I've done that. That that's actually probably that, that's one of the worst ones because like gets kneel in, on a plate of rice. Oh yeah, yes. basically the rice gets into the cracks of your knees. It hurts bad. And, you know, what knees do you? No, dude, just kneel on some rice your, for a while. Your, your knees Fine, I'm going to kneel on some fried rice, see what happens. Not not fried rice. Okay, steamed rice. No, 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 no. Raw Wait, rice. I I just think you have pussy knees. Maybe that's, that's, maybe that's been, why that's right. That's the name of the podcast. I, I wish you have pussy be. knees. I wish you could be. I think you just have pussy knees. I've knelt on glass. I don't cry about it. You're just kneeling on some rice. We're going to release that as a ringtone. I think you just have pussy knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need to do, man. Hey, we'll make money on yeah, this we'll, we'll start releasing ringtones. <laughs> we ought to. I, want, I wonder if we could get some. Like, how much that cost them? Try. Uh, <laughs> no, 
I will say, I mean, I, I've I've been spanked many a way. I but, bet you have. But yeah, no, it's, kneeling on a plate of rice. I mean, for like five minutes. That's that's you know, there's no getting around that. That is. That well, it's is not painful. like it's waterboarding. Uh, I think I'd rather be no, waterboarding. No, no, man, that sucks. Don't do it. Another expert of. When were you waterboarding? Well, I tried it Rome? myself one time to see because I kept seeing it on TV. <laughs> you waterboarded yourself. That's the name of the podcast. Yeah, I waterboarded <laughs> myself. But you know, it it is annoying. You know, I guess if someone's holding the towel up against your face harder, I'd probably really suck. But you know, just standing in the shower with a washcloth on your face, and you're like, this isn't that bad. And that's the end of our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to say. Uh, I don't think we can top that line. <laughs> So anyway, this, this is why people love the Romeo. Uh, <laughs> love me for my brownies and the waterboarding. Yes, because he waterboards himself. And where the where the fuck is the taco bar? That's right. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this nonstop nonsense. Um, again, I will play for Adam as we're heading out. A sample of. That's, no, no, I'm gonna play the whole oh, fucking really, the song. Really, the whole song. Oh, you're going to bust Scott's right Yes, I'm going to play. Sounds like an Algonquin, like, Cajun Zydeco. I don't know what the fuck he was saying. I'm definitely going to play fucking Sadama Gogo for him. And, Rum, do you have a Guar song? I'll play it in the beginning. You what know, do you but want? You've got both of them that I love. Just, just go with it, dude. Okay, man, you know. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us again, and um, don't forget about May 9th. May 9th, Southport Hall, 10 right. sharp. Be there be badass. or be hunted down. This uh, will be only the third time the three of us have all been in the same room. Yes. Ever. The who? Masturbating in circles. The who? The three of us. The hosts, you know? You're part of us. Yeah, I know, but we've been in the same room more than that. Uh, well, I mean, one trip, I count as the one time. Yeah, dude. Um, come on. Come on. Come on! All right, well, whatever. I just <laughs> come on out to Full Metal Prom, support our show, support us, support your local bands, or right. some, in some cases, not local bands. If you if you can come out here from Texas, we're down with that too. Yeah, come out. Bring a little chupacabra. You just have to be here by ten. I mean, you got plenty of time. Yeah, they can leave the day before. Uh, yeah, you know, take off work, come in fun. Right. Come come out from Corpus Christi. I don't care. That's right. Uh, and again, if you if you have a few spare bucks and you listen to podcast regularly hopefully you listen to us regularly but uh maybe you listen to some other shows regularly consider going to gofundme uh or just go to adamcarolla.com and throw him a dollar too yeah. just so he, so we don't get canceled right anyway i was your host wayne i'm cuddle bear and i'm the rum guy and remember to keep it cuddly keep it <laughs> y'all are fucked up <laughs> Yeah. Let's just say, since we're ending the show with Guar, let's keep it Saddam. <laughs>
enjoyed our small little tribute to the late great Dave Brocky. Tune in next week when we are back again with just the three of us. So we hope you enjoy. Keep spreading the word and remember, keep it metal, 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 metal. metal. Oh yeah, and by the way, yeah!